Welcome back to Super Tuesday Recap. It's your host, Chris, here with Deepom, and we are here to talk about episode 9 of season 8 of The Flash. Phantoms, uh, Barry and Team Flash get closer to figuring out the fire meta, but with uh, but no closer to finding him. Iris needs a distraction following a story to Coast City. Um, all right, yeah, what you think? I enjoyed it. I liked um, the fact that they're able to advance the big plots after kind of some interlude episodes. They're able to advance big plots at the same time without having to focus on Barry Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, Iris's time sickness is back with a vengeance. It's allowing him to be put in the forefront, and that just kind of us being like, that hairbrush moved. And so I like right. that they're, they're really engaging with that. They're not letting that be, like you and I have told, talked about in the past. There are other shows where it'd be like eight weeks of maybe that right. is the, can you spot the difference between these two scenes and <laughs> this kind of got right to it with her fourth child which is still weird um talking about her being kind of something mutated in time with her well, you which has got yeah. me thinking that i think i know who the big bad is and these ballsy motherfuckers yeah even the fact that they're um they had Dion come in at the end of the episode to kind of tell her, no, 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 that's something serious. They could have waited, you know, a couple episodes in the past. They would have done that. So, yeah, no. Um, also, we got Sue back. So, you no, know. and no mention of Ralph. No. <laughs> Not even. I, I was like, are they going to? Nope. They didn't like, even. And, and there were plenty of ends to do it. And they wouldn't. It's like, yeah, when like I was talking about like her relationship with Barry and things like that, Sue could have chimed in and be like, yeah, just like me and Ralph. No. None of that. So, um, not even a mention. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I overall enjoyed it too. I, I will say, and again, this is, this is Monday morning quarterbacking here, right? Mm-hmm. When I look at this stuff and how they're putting some of this stuff together, it does feel, and again, compared to some of the earlier seasons and some of those, the lost seasons that didn't work, um, this is small and, and not to the way. And again, I have confidence in the story they're telling. But it's just certain things like, okay, so you, you, you figure out that this fire, this whatever this thing is, this fire meta, right, is feeding off of grief. But last episode was the grief episode, because that was a gr- the episode with Barry and his father, right? And right. so I, I think there was, and, and also, so let's say you don't want to tie it into it and you really do want to um focus on chester which is fine too but at no point that even barry talking to chester go hey i understand i just had the thing with my father it's it's that kind of stuff to me that it's just one of those things i just feel like are missed opportunities right again not bad nothing wrong but it's just one of those glaring missed opportunities like you spent all all this episode a good episode talking about barry dealing with the fact that his father wasn't there, and he, you know, uh, uh, not wanting this, uh, this other man to go to jail, uh, you know, wrongly convicted and things like that. Then you get this episode with Chester and his, you know, and feeling that, um, you know, how much he misses his father and things like that. I'm like, wow, like, there's a through line there. Like, like it's literally what bring, what, what should bond Barry and Chester together so well. And... It's like they don't even mention, right? I, I think there was like a quick mention or something like that. But it's like, no, I mean, this is this is this is what makes Team Flash work, right? And and so it's things like that that just make me go, come on, guys! Like that's such an obvious like it's a it's a, it's a, it's a freebie, right? It's a layup. It's right there, right? To kind of hit on hell. Um, 
Even Frost, like they all have daddy issues. If we want to get, if we want to yeah, real about wow. it, right? They even like Frost has a whole thing with her dad and things like. So it's just like it's one of those things of like you they, they sometimes do so well, but then for this, it was like, oh no, guys, it's it's right there. Like this all makes sense, bringing it together, and again, they make it work with Cecile and Allegra, and obviously we know what they're trying to do with Allegra and and, and Chester and things like that. So they make it work, right? But it's one of those things where I feel like like works smarter, not harder, guys. And I feel like they're working really hard on some of these things when they don't have to. It's like you had a layup. You had an easy way in there. Like, I'm not going to lie. For a second there, I didn't even think that they were going to go um, with with grief and, and Chester thinking that it was his um, his father. I thought it literally was on some Chester has like some really bad memories of like fire or something like that and that's what's mm. freaking him out because then i'm just gonna be mad and be like oh, see this is why if we had mick still being a bad guy and you had a heat wave that would have been a really good story to tell right there um oh. you know and then i was see, like I, I, I think this is a different comic book character that's being referenced no no it is it, it clearly is okay. yeah I, I i understand that and so when i realized what it was and they were going a different route with it i was like okay cool um so, yeah. What character are you thinking that they're referencing? I'm thinking it's Cobalt Blue. Okay. And they're trying to... So, in the recent months, they've resurrected the Clone Saga, proving once again I was right. They've made One More Day a major motion picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now with this, I honestly feel like if they could rescue... My... Cobalt Blue. Okay, so... I don't want to spoil anything, but I really don't think they're doing this. Because Barry Allen had a twin brother. Right. <laughs> and that branch of the family ends up becoming the Thons. But on the way there, um, yeah, he's adopted by the Thon family. And it's like a generational curse against the Allen line. It's a lot of stuff. It's asking a lot, but it does touch on time travel and the future of the Flash legacy. So... As I'm saying it out loud, it becomes less and less. They would never, and more and more, like, well, maybe they'll clean it up some. Well, no, Lord, I, I think that ma- to, right? I, I, well, I think that makes sense, right? Because you're gonna tie it to Thon, because like uh, in the end, to me, I was always like, this is tied to Thon. So, um, and it also makes sense of remember when we went back in time with with Bart and um, Nora, there was Eddie Thon there, right? So bringing that that actor and actor, you know, back and things like that, right? Beginning where you ended, right? You know, right. or uh, actually ending where you began because Eddie killed himself in season one, right? To try to, to stop Thon. Right. And so that makes sense uh, to me because I was I immediately, so you know where I went when Where'd I saw it? I went Black Flash. Ooh. And okay. so, which, which again, doesn't mean that any of this is necessarily wrong, because it could all right. be there, because when I think Black Flash, I automatically think uh, Eobot Thawne, and if you go Cobalt Blue with Eddie Thawne, then, like, it all makes sense. Because, like, mm-hmm. let's be honest here, it's going to be a Thawne. Like, right? No, like, like, why not? <laughs> Eobot told him, like, you're faster than me now. Right. And so... I'm going to find a way to fight you. Right. And so, that makes sense to me. So... Um, yeah, so this all, it doesn't hurt my head, and, and I feel like that's what they're doing there, and so, I think, and then so, again, when I went away from the fact that it's not really flame and stuff like that, so that was fine, um, and I even like the idea of 
feeding off of grief and things like that. Because I mean, gosh, yeah. this is that's all the show has when you think about it. it it's it's like, in it. Right. It's supposed, like if you think about the Flash, the Flash is the guy in the red suit who runs alongside the people. He mm-hmm. is a beacon of hope and light. And like when I just read Blackest Night because I was bored. Blackest Night, Barry gets a Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Like he's supposed to be a symbol of hope, but they've done a lot of grief eating in this show. Mm-hmm. He's right. very Batman, Batman Flash, right? Batflash, right? And so, um, so I can see it, right? And so, like again, my complaints about them not closing the loop on Chester with some of the other characters aside, I think outside of that, it's still a very good thing because again, you're finding ways of dealing with metas and things like that that barry can't just outrun right he can't just use his power to get away like this is something totally different right and it's also something that all of team flash has dealt with right and so if you have something that is literally feeding off of grief and and targeting uh, uh people around central city around that that's a that's a huge thing, right? And that's on top of whatever's going on with Iris, right? The time sickness that Iris is going with, which I am more and more convinced that the answer is going to be somehow moving her to the, the, the 25th century, right? Yes. Yes. Like, at least, even if it's just, again, even if it's just for the end of this season and then bringing her back next season, like, I am now 100% convinced that that's what they're going to do with this character and so her and barry move to the 21st 25th century at the end of this season and again or or she goes with her kids right right and then we get two shows right right so something like that like i just that's i i know for that's one part that i know what's happening i think the what you're saying here with cobalt blue and stuff like that uh i think uh makes a ton of sense um it would also because again We've seen, I, I think that what we saw in the episode when we came back from break after Armageddon with Bart and Nora is we, we're putting these episodes, like if you think about it right now, the episodes we're putting together right now haven't really referenced that stuff and, and makes it seem like, oh, it wasn't a big deal or something like that and almost makes you forget about it. Well, we know it's not a, we know it's a big deal, right? Because there were certain things that happened things were happening sooner than they were supposed to happen. And, um, things were in different places where they weren't supposed to be. Right. Well, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, grandpa Joe was supposed to be here. He wasn't like all these things weren't supposed to be there. Right. We've seen this happen before when, 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 when Joe West was, was, was killed and it turned out it was because of, of Thawne. Right. And so Thawne's a master manipulator in, in time. So the idea of him, moving things around and I don't think they're going to go as weird with cobalt blue as him being, um, uh, 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 Barry's twin. But if you make it so that Eddie Thawne, instead of killing himself, all of a sudden becomes cobalt blue or something like that, like then you're dealing with that. So I, yes, especially, yeah. So, um, or even if somehow you pull out that Eddie was like, yeah, you died and look what happened. Barry took your girl. Hmm. right like <laughs> right like like there's a whole bunch of stuff that could like you know bear to your girl and you know what they don't even talk about you no more yo 
it's like, like you were never there right dog. it's like you were never there it's like there was like a Yo, so like honestly now you're talking me into it if they bring back any thought as a bad guy i'm <laughs> it's gonna become a team that thought podcast like some, some dirty <laughs> like... <blood> on sh- <laughs> that Perry, like use his funeral to make moving on his sister like, <laughs> like, let's like, just be really real what happened here it, it is like everybody everybody like because like when it when uh, we had that episode, we came back and it was Bart and Nora, and like um, the uh, 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 Eddie was trying to warm up to to uh, to Joe, and Joe wasn't having it. So now you're like, you never even fucking liked me anyway. It was all the plan. You guys never like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It can get real incel real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, so, like, like, but like, Eddie has some points. Right, you know, it, listen, listen. This is gonna be the second villain origin story where I'm just like, ah, oh, man, you know, because between that and Taylor giving giving her a leg with a cold, like I noticed that cold shoulder she gave her at the beginning of this episode too. I was like, ooh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, Larry got a problem for life. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, ah, you know, this is how this might be how Barry gets outed under the mask. Right, all right. Let's just go ahead and make a yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So I I don't know. We'll see where they go. With it and how how they deal with it, um, but it would be interesting. And like I said, I think that there's like this quiet before the storm as they're trying to quietly. I don't want to say distract us, um, from the the real things that are happening, things that are going on. Because again, another big thing that is revealed in this episode is, <laughs> and again, this is so funny because we talked about this on the Moon Knight show. We were uh, episode. We were talking about how, hey, you know, these, you know, you got to give credit to DC TV shows and how they do things here. Like, I feel like DC TV shows model themselves off of the Marvel method <laughs> more than anything else. Yeah, really. Because, because all of a sudden it's like, wait, so we're just turning metahumans into to mutants now because we're just all of a sudden you're manifesting it. Like, I just, everywhere. Right. I'm just like, all of a sudden, oh, yeah, yeah, this is the first time. So now we've established that. Metahumans really, you know, this is the first time metahumans are outside of Central City in the particle accelerator, and it's just one of those things. I'm like, okay, so you. But also remember that, like, the timeline shifted. Right, exactly. So, like, after Crisis, like, even Cisco's like, I'm going to go figure out what the fuck changed. And he's still not back. Right. I mean, he knows he's coming back. Ain't nobody, no right. one's seen him on any other television shows, have they? No. But, like, <laughs> I, but I think that's the thing, right? We, we're still finding out. It's like, oh, okay, so this is the new rule. The rule is that. We aren't used to seeing, you know, um, these other meta, meta. So now you have this, 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 um, the Central City Phantom, right? Uh, Kitty Pride, uh, showing Yo, up. Yo, not Kitty. Not Kitty. <laughs> you have not Kitty showing up. And it's this idea of, okay, well, now we're seeing the world larger, uh, to kind of show that these meta humans exist. So, yeah. How did this happen? Was this also another one of those things? Is this one of those things that happened from Crisis, like you were saying? Or is this one of those things that happened because of some of those timeline changes that we are kind of, you know, just going to kind of ignore that we saw happen before, right? So, don't know. Maybe you don't get an answer for it, but, like, that's also another interesting thing. And so, what the show is doing right now is giving you all these things that seem like they're not related you start looking close enough, you're like, wait, no, no, no. These can all be kind of related to the same thing. And whatever we were seeing happening in those timeline changes back before, right? Because 
Barton and and I mean we get this idea that the Royal Fluss gang formed way earlier than they were supposed to. Right. And also this idea of uh even the idea of metahumans and things like that. So yeah. There were there was like that was like mm, what, eight years? Between when uh, that yeah. happened, because because Barry's still technically in a coma at that point, and not even technically, he was in a coma at that point, and now you have, you know, eight seasons. So you go with one season a year, like that was eight years. So you've shifted some things around during the eight years. So what else changed, right? So, and we also know that you know, when it comes to the to timeline change, not only Thawne a master of the change himself, he's also a master of knowing when the changes have happened too. Right. So. Yeah, so he exists somewhat outside of time. Exactly. Well, it kind of has to because you know his ancestor was killed, so technically he's not supposed to exist. So there's that. So, um, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll see how um all this stuff comes together. Like I said, I think there's some some interesting theories about where they go and what they're doing next. I think it's also interesting. Again, thinking about the fact that. This was written to be a a series finale if it had to be. So I'm interested in seeing what that looks like. Now, again, granted, because they don't shoot all of 22 episodes right away or 18 episodes right away, right. they're going to change some of that stuff around, maybe stretch some of it out, which also could be that maybe next season is going to be the end. And what they're doing is stretching it out longer to tell a longer story uh, towards the end. So maybe Iris at the end of the season doesn't move to the 20. 20, 25th century. Maybe that's saved for next season or season after that. But I still do think that's a major thing that's going to come. Um, it just that's a pretty sense. big cliffhanger you get in on, though. Yeah, good, right? You know, her and Barry moving into the the, the future. It's just so yeah, Again, pull, some, pull some Peter Parker luck. Mm-hmm. You win, but you lose. Yeah. So. We'll see. And again, not the first time we've seen them disappear like that. I mean, remember Barry disappeared into the Speed Force twice. Yeah, you know, so yeah, not sounds like he wants to be there. Hmm, maybe yeah. I should leave the man alone. Right, right. So, not uh, not surprising. So, anyway, uh, anything else on this episode, man? Yeah, I I just wanted to again tip my cap on the focus on on Chuck, man. I like Chester getting a spotlight. Mm-hmm. He is the one main cast member who has no meta abilities, resonant touch by meta powers since his introduction, and. Well, I, I think it's good they played off of the episode last season where they had the time travel where he kind of got a better understanding of his father to deal with the second half of that, to really mm-hmm. deal with ramifications of what this new knowledge means to the existing relationship and how Chester was able to identify his emotions being used against him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought it was really, it was a good spotlight for a character that's been very much comic relief. Like if you remember even in Crisis, he's kind of like, the bumbling starstruck guy around Ray Palmer. Mm-hmm. And here they're able to really kind of flesh out that character while at the same time, we're able to have these larger conversations about um, larger themes and kind of plans and repercussions for the show at large. So yep. bravo on all fronts, but for me. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Uh, it's also funny when you mentioned that he's the one that doesn't have powers. I'm like, oh, wait, you're right. I mean, him and Joe <laughs> never had powers. Never. I mean, uh, hey, that's Black Fatherhood, Joe. If you would please, yeah, that's a power. Yeah, yeah. Black, uh, you're you're right. You're right. So if really, Joe had come in and had a conversation with Chester in Act One, this episode would have taken twenty minutes. It, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> We're not getting enough Black Black Fatherhood, Joe. Like it yeah. took them an hour and all their powers combined to get Black Fatherhood. Yeah, it's like 
Oh wait, all you had to do, all you had to do is get Joe on the phone. We kind of saw this a long time ago. So, oh man. So, um, another news. Oh wait, you know what? I did say we were going to start doing some of the mailbag our readings on uh, episodes. So I believe we got two. So let me try to read those real quick. Uh, yes. So here's one. Uh, this is from Sofa King it says, as I told you guys before, I had extended, uh, extended period of not reading comics while I was on active duty, but is Inferno number two, the first time in 616 can that we've seen destiny unmasked. No, I don't think so. Yeah. She's been undercover with them before. She was an old lady. Um, yeah. for a long time. That's we knew she was, I was an old lady. Yeah, that's why I used to think. I th- you thought thought that you know Irene was very old, and they brought her back like pointedly at the at the peak of her powers, whatever they say in the comic. Yeah, but you realize that, and especially some of the things they've even released since then, that Irene Adler has been around since she was contemporaries with Essex, mm-hmm. and her better half, her wife, is a shapeshifter. Shapeshifter looks however she wants. So yeah, Irene's been old, and now yeah. she's not. Yeah. This is the first time I think we've seen canonically young Irene. I think we've seen some flashbacks, but yeah. in our timeline, this is the first young Irene. Yep. Uh, I've been looking forward to She-Hulk more than any other series on Disney Plus since Falcon and Winter Soldier or Captain Bucky. Uh, so saw that uh, Jamila Jamil has been cast to play uh, Titiano, which is a choice. Still, uh, Feige hasn't missed yet, as far as I'm concerned. So I'm cool to wait to see how it plays out. That said, since Julia Carpenter is part of the Sony Spider-Verse uh, and Doom and the Beyonder have yet to appear in the MCU, are either of you willing to speculate on how they depict uh, her origin? Not really. I mean... No, they're going to show us what they want to show. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah, it's going to come out. Like, they may do the the blood transfusion bullet wound. Like, who knows? Like, I don't know. But they're going to show it to us. We're going to get it sooner yeah. than later, I think. Yeah. Uh, what's the record for recycling code names for a single character? Spider Woman Two, Arcane Two, now Madam, Madam Web Two. Can we get this a woman an original code name? Wait, is this in? What, what are we talking about? Are we talking about something? He's that... talking about Julia Carpenter right now because they're making a Madam Web movie. Which uh, that's what I thought you were talking. That's what I thought he was talking about. I was like, wait, like, like, come on, guy, look, 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 so forget, look, look, look. More pieces came out. What we're not going to do is pretend that the movie's coming out. <laughs> look, look, first of all, 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 is the movie coming out? Second of all, it's it's this is this is a non uh, Marvel uh, Studios run Spider Verse Sony Spider Verse movie. Don't do this to yourself. It doesn't matter. <laughs> this is coming out after the movies come out. Do not see Morbius. <laughs> do not. They pulled the tweet I quote tweeted down because it showed the ending. Motherfuckers, do not see this movie. Don't do it. Love thyself. I it just I You saw did you see it before it got pulled down? No. Like the post-credit bit? Alright, spoilers for Morbius, saving you a trip. So, however the movie ends, don't know, don't care. In the post-credit scene, one is like the no way home, like lights come in the sky, and Michael Keaton just shows up in a prison cell. And then the, the guy next to him he learns in and says, Hope the food's better on this year, this world. Then they show a headline of this motherfucker released from jail because they have no reason for him to be in jail. And then it's Michael Morbius driving in the woods. He's driving, 
driving and he's driving. Comes to clear it. At the clearing, he gets out of the fucking car. And then at 110% CGI, in full vulture regalia, the vulture flies and lands, refuses to unmask, and speaks to Morbius and says, because they got Michael Keaton to do the voiceover, you're looking for a crew. I swear to God that's what happened. <laughs> and I pulled that shit down, and I had people message me like, wait a second. I had low expectations, and this didn't meet them. What the damn hell? Do not see this movie. <laughs> so. Nigga. So. What crew, what crew are we looking for to fight who? I hate him. Because I hate him. I hate there is... I hate everyone and everything. I like, hate him. Like, you know, what I, you know what I get in my mind? I get this idea of, like, you ever see a horror film where, like, somebody just is, like, dragged to hell or something like that? I have a feeling like this is what Sony's trying to do to Tom Holland, and he's like, Fuck, you don't let go. Don't let go of my hand. Don't let go of my hand. They are going to bottom out the value of this franchise, and then they're going to take it back from Marvel. Like, this is the plan. Make it worthless and buy it for pain. <laughs> Tom Holland's going to. I don't know. Tom Holland, man, I'm glad that contract's up. Like, no, when Tom that... Holland's like, I don't know if I'm coming back. This is why he means that. No, no, I, I, I absolutely mean that. I, I, I totally agree with you on that. I, this is why Tom Holland was like, man, you know what? I'm just going to take some time off from, from playing Spider-Man and stuff like that. I because, don't want to be Spider-Man on 30, y'all. Right. Ah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, he's like, the next movie is going to be Sony, and I ain't trying to do this shit. I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to Keep have this. my name out your mouth. I'm not trying to mouth. do this. Because, like, like, well, again, so there's two things. I hate to beat this guy. So last time. They're gonna do miles. Sony's gonna do miles. I hate you so that much, like, the, dog. You ruined the podcast. But you, but you know, but you, but you know, that's their only play. That is their only play. I think they saw how much money the motherfuckers made them, and they'll trust in Kevin Feige. No, no, you're. But they want to do it themselves. That's why they keep. They know, that's motherfucker, why they keep, they're learning better. <laughs> oh, you like, got, they, the one they made thing over, that you got from Morbius is one: Jared Leto should never be employed by anyone ever again. And two: the worst DC movie and the worst Marvel movie. Are we fucking serious? Like, um, I, I just don't, and, I don't understand. And two: if you're gonna do Spider-Man shit, you might need fucking Spider-Man. If you're doing Spider-Man, why not Kevin then do it? That seems to do that shit right. I just. Like again, I'm because like there's been billion dollar lessons learned. Like I just don't understand because like it's not like I I feel like at this point it's got to be Marvel Studios. Marvel Studios is going to be on some. No, we don't need to because like again, remember they're doing them. There's a little bit. There there is some money on the being exchanged there, but for the most part, they they're doing those Spider Man movies for free. So they made over a billion dollars, almost two billion dollars for another company that they're not really seeing a huge amount of money off of. They cleared three for them. For for, for over those three movies? No, no, I'm just talking. About, I'm just talking about No Way Home. Oh, okay. I'm just I'm just talking about the one. You're, like, you're, right, you're, right, you're right. 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 For for the three movies, yeah, they're well over three billion dollars, right? So at this point, you're like, no, I don't want to. We're not no, because like, and that's the thing. Sony doesn't want to keep asking because Sony and Sony knows we're we're completely tied to Marvel Studios, and they can start like happened last time when they were like, well, when 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 Marvel Studios were just like, nah, we don't need this anymore, and Marvel just said okay and walked away. 
And Sony basically like, no, 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 come back, come back, come back. Like, they don't want to be in that position, which is why they keep trying to do these one-off movies. They need these movies to succeed. And I don't just mean succeed with the money. Like, I saw it before. Morbius only cost $75 million to make. And unfortunately, because you Point to the money. Because you motherfuckers are going to go That's see this money shit. laundering bullshit. Even... How much? $75 million. Where? <laughs> On what? <laughs> yeah, Morbius cost seventy-five million to make. Here's the thing: what was the box office this week? Was it forty million? I'm looking up now. Something too much money. Uh, yeah, open at uh, forty-four, forty-five million at the international box office, and look, just under forty million uh, locally. It's already made its money back. This is a problem with hate watching movies and going to, and paying for this shit even when it's bad. <clears throat> you still give things like you still get Sony an excuse to keep making them. So Sony's like, well, we're gonna be financially successful, so fuck it. Let's just keep doing it. So what's the reason for them to stop? What's the reason for them not to do miles? Try to do miles themselves. They're basically what they're what you see what they're doing. They're building up their own world. Right by pulling by after No Way Home, they're pulling all these characters in. This idea of pulling Michael Keaton's character over to their world, like they're now building. You you now have all the villains and all these things here, whether they're good or not. And now let's be honest here: they make it. Me and you are not going to be fall for that shit. But they say they're making a mild live action film. How many people are going to go see that fucking movie? I think that if they keep putting out fucking Morbius. It's going to be fucking a cold. They're going to put some, some fucking wound on. Fucking All right. Miles that's 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 your that's your see. That's your heart speaking. But like people went to go see Venom, too. Right. Nigga, watch the watch the watch the second we drop off Morbius. Watch it. Just watch it. It's, I, I, I'm about to be. This is one of those situations where I'm going to be immediately vindicated. I don't see this is the thing about it, it is Chris, but like Chris, immediately. Well, so the, the problem is like Morbius. It's Morbius. Nobody, nobody cares about word of mouth is so bad on this. No, you're right. You, I'm you're about right. to be so right. No, no, you're right about it because it's Morbius, but like it's no, Morbius. It could be, but look at what they've done. They're not rolling out fucking anything you want to see. You know why? Because you know what? I'm not doing this. No, 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 it's not an argument. I'm just saying like Morbius is, was always going to be a flop to be perfectly honest with you. If Marvel Studios name wasn't going to be on it, Morbius was going to be a flop, but you put Miles Morales, live action film. Me and you are not going to fall for that shit, but how many people we know are going to go watch that shit? If, 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 they produce, if they produce content like Venom and Venom 2 and fucking Morbius, no, they're going to ruin Miles Morales. I, I, I would hope so. I would hope so. But, like, I don't know. Because they're still making them. I, I, that's, okay. my thing. I, that's my thing. I, I don't have faith in people. I, I, okay. I believe people would still go to see it knowing that it's it's going to be trash. Like, come on. Like, they've, they've announced they're going to do a Craven movie. It's like, come on, guys. What are you? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. This, it's, it's, it's the uh, DC thing. No, no, no. This one's going to be the good one. It's like, oh, okay. Okay, guys. Sure. Think about how many people did that shit with the X-Men movies. No, no. This one's going to be the good one. It took, like, over a decade of them making trash for them to finally be like, all right, guys. Maybe, <laughs> maybe these movies are trash. Which first class wasn't terrible. Yeah, X two is good. Yeah, X two yeah. is good. But that was like what 
2002? I look, I I'm just pointing <laughs> like out two decades ago. Here's here's how bad that uh, so, <laughs> I was reminded like and I couldn't believe we didn't even bring this up when we did the Moon Knight thing. I <laughs> Fox Four and the X-Men movie so bad. I forgot that Oscar Isaacs was Apocalypse, man. <laughs> God. You know, he doesn't. He hasn't gotten shit. <laughs> I'm sure that role haunts him to the day. He wakes uh, up sweating about that polyurethane suit they had in his ass. Oh, my God. I'm still I mad can't. at you and everyone else who saw that movie. How I dare you? Well, How I, dare you? Well, I didn't pay you for it. Hey, hey, hey. I didn't pay for it. Okay. Yeah, you, did you get paid? Hmm. Actually, I mean, technically, it was for the sh- it was for the site. So, and and t- actually, we did because I remember because that came. Uh, I think X Men Apocalypse came out. I think X Men Apocalypse came out the same week or around the same time the Civil War did, and so because Brandon couldn't go to couldn't make it to the screener, we went and we bought Civil War tickets, and then walked into Apocalypse. So. <laughs> We did our part. <laughs> oh man! Um, all right, last email here. Uh, Kara says, um, "Hey there, is there a place where you can you can get fan nerdy news? So many just pump out uh, click clickbait and dumb dumb articles like the attached. Uh, just wanted to get your thoughts on that, and excited that Young Justice just returned. Looking forward to some episodes on that. Also, are you looking forward to a Nova show that is rumored to be happening? Anything from your collective comic knowledge that you like to?" like to be brought to the screen for that keep it the good work i'm trying to see what the article moon <laughs> moon knight producer confirmed disney plus series takes place in the mcu that was the that was the dumb article uh from the thing um as far as nerdy news uh, i would say no um but that's just because just media and news in general across the board um isn't good <laughs> Right, like we're not even really a news site. We don't break news or things like that. We just commentate. We're just some dudes right there. And but we are open and honest about that shit, right? A lot of these places that are like this comic dot com and things like that, like these are sometimes fan sites that then become like or start off as blogs and then these people they don't have any. Some of them do. I'm not going to slander them all, but some of them are literally just people that are fans and want to write stuff. And so sometimes what that comes with is not like. It, you're more interested in getting the clicks. Like I make this up about stream, Screen Rant all the time, right? Screen Rant's in those press rooms and things like that. But literally, Screen Rant will write an article, be like, "Oh yeah, um, this is why the Batman is the best Batman movie ever." And then two days later, this is why the Batman isn't true to the comics and is the worst Batman movie ever. Like they'll write both of those articles on their site. Why? Because it's more about getting the clicks versus actually having actual content, actual news, right? We have become a content-driven society. Mm-hmm. Even like cable news, it's about the content, right? It's about what drives engagement, what drives people there. So it's really hard to get even like the big sites now, like Variety, Deadline, all of them will write really clickbaity headlines because that's what gets clicks. And that's what needs to. And I'm up to I one. I can't blame them. Like you got to eat. This shit costs money. You got to do something, right? So I get it. At the same time, you're stuck with things like this, where it's like, well, how do you get news? Like, how do you know when something's actual, um, actually real, right? Oh, confirmed. This is happening. 
And then you read the articles like, well, my source that I'm not naming and that you don't know if I have one. Like, a lot of these places now, they'll just make up sources. Like, they, that, that happened this weekend. Somebody said they've confirmed that Daredevil occurred in the MCU. And like Marvel had to come up, no, we didn't confirm shit. Someone on our online yeah. editor decided to put this shit on the uh, Matt Murdock description on the Snow Way Home. That's not in his canon. And so, like, mm-hmm. people just say anything, man. People do anything. It's just people yeah. want to, I don't know. I'd yeah. rather just talk about things that I love, ignore the things that I don't, because, my lord, could I talk for hours about why Morbius was a bad fucking idea. Yeah, just, well, all this idea, all these movies are bad ideas. When you Kramer, Cr- Craven's best storyline is just them shooting himself in the head. Like, what the fuck? Are... <laughs> I'm not gonna do this. <laughs> but like, I hate everyone who's making decisions in Saudi. Like, I hate any individual. If you're listening and you get coffee there, I hate you, dog. I'm sorry. Like, don't get coffee for someone, not someone else. It, at, at, at least, at, at least DC had the you know, the mind to be like, we're making a Joker film, but like we're trying to elevate from comic book films. Like it's pretentious, it's bullshit, and fuck you for that. But at least they had the the the, the state of mind to do that. Sony's like on some no 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 no. We're gonna go super comic book with this, but at the same time, we're not gonna have Spider Man. Let's do it. And you're just like, wait, those two things don't work together. What are you talking about? You can't. That's that's even worse. That's. I, I didn't know it was going to be worse, but this is this is actually worse. This is so terrible. What are we doing, right? So now they got a bunch of they're just making a bunch of anti-hero movies. So it's like got Venom, we got Morbius. What's next? We're going to do Craven. You're going to turn him into an anti-hero. What, what are we doing here, guys? What are we doing, Madam <sighs> Web? And I want to make sure this is very clear. I'm not trying to be discriminatory in any way, shape, or form. Adam Webb's a blind woman in a wheelchair. You tell me you're going to make an action franchise built around. Okay. No, 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 CD Home. This is before she got in the wheelchair. Okay. The most famous Madam Webb is the old lady in the wheelchair, right? (laughs) Time out. If I say, hey, personal general comic knowledge i say madam web to you what do you say you say oh you mean from the spider-man cartoon in the 90s or you might say oh not seminal spider-man one when juggernaut's been hired to kill her and spider-man tries to stop him for three issues and he can't and it's fucking sad and it's beautiful as well illustrated and well communicated but no you'd say nah julia carpenter you'd say you mean the second spider-woman you'd say no no no, she's not spider-woman anymore you say why not because she's madam web put in a wheelchair no no but she is blind Huh, so she's Daredevil with spider powers? Not really, kind of. <laughs> it's hard to explain. Like, the bullshit. <laughs> right? Oh, God. Godspeed, so It's bad, right? Hey, but at least there, there's, there's potentially, maybe, I don't know. If the, I don't see, here's the thing. I don't, and again, going to the email here, I'm not sure what's confirmed or not. Is the Nova show actually confirmed by Disney? No, there's a Nova project coming confirmed. Okay. I do not know if it's a show or a movie. It made okay. more sense for your voice for it to be a movie. Right. But, um, you know me, I'm also big on <clears throat> doing these episodically because yeah. you get to kind of spend more time with the character. And if we're going to introduce a character whose name could be quite easily made fun of, um, we're going to need some time with him because I think Rich Ryder 
you children mm-hmm. would be ridiculed on the mm-hmm. big screen in a way that mm-hmm. Nova Centurion, the last Nova, like they openly tell you in Endgame that Xandar's, or excuse me, in uh, Infinity War, Xandar's been decimated. Mm-hmm. That's where you got the Power Stone from. Mm-hmm. And they haven't done Xandar really any justice in this series, which is fine that they shouldn't have. There's no time to flush that out, but Fury's been in space for two weeks at the end of No Way Home, being No Way Home, excuse me. Um, all the things that we know are coming space-wise, including, but not limited to, the Guardians holiday special that's coming. The Marvel's movie, where we got our first peek at Miss Marvel in that trailer that dropped. We're also giving her kind of the uh, quantum bands, almost a Green Lantern type thing. Mm-hmm. Guys, like, we could, Marvel Cosmic could be the next frontier. Pun fully fucking intended. Yeah. yeah. And as someone, they ask what story I can tell, tell the story of the man who saved the world, the universe. Tell the story of how Rich Rider turned the Nihilus inside out and saved the world while the Earth heroes were fighting each other. Tell that story. Let them punch out Tony Stark. I know that's not really going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just looking at him he, he pulling Tony Stark out of, the, out of his grave to punch him in the I face. Said it, I recognize <laughs> the temporal nature problem with what I was suggesting. However, if you've read Annihilation, you've read those, the Nova series that followed, that's what I want to see. I want to see not just Nova the war hero, but Nova the I've got to be a superhero for the universe because I'm the last one left. Throwing a dash of Kyle Rayner, Green Lantern, you got yourself a series or a movie, whatever way they want to take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, just brought to screen. Like, I, again, I don't, I, I'm, it's nothing new to me because I think there's so much on the horizon that I'm just mm-hmm. excited to wait for. Like, I'm, I'm, give me, give me that armor wars. Dog! Give me, give me that directly into my veins. Um, and that reread. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited, especially with what we're doing now with the Combo Club. I'm very excited to see what they do with the Fantastic Four, right? So that's the big one that we know is coming at the end of all this stuff at some point. Um, so I want to see what they what they do with the Fantastic Four, and then for the future, we know it's coming. Whenever they decide to do mutants, right? Which I actually think our first look at that will probably be Deadpool three. So, um, okay. So I'm definitely, I definitely, you're getting a lot sooner than that. I think May, I think it's happening. Oh, you think I actually, you know, I completely know what you're so myself. You're right. We'll probably see something. Then. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, you're I right. I'm, yeah. You're right. So like if there's um, a universe where there are a bunch of mutants and then they have to use our yeah. planet as a refugee point and they maybe get an Island Yeah, on the Pacific. I don't know. It's crazy talk. I anyway. know. Yeah, yeah. We could. Yeah. That could be. You're right. We'll probably will see something there. I would think, yeah. So, um, yeah. That damn. That's that's next month. Yeah. Damn. We here. We here. Oh man, I'm not ready for that. I mean, I am, but I'm also not. So, cool. So, um, all right. That's all that we got now. Uh, again, make sure you guys send your emails into us. Mailbag at mtrnumber.net, and we'll read them. We're talking. Um, we'll be back uh, next week. We got uh, more Moon Knight. We got more um, uh, 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 Flash. And oh, uh, Ro and I decided we're going to start putting the Halo uh, reviews on Super Tuesday Recap as well. So we'll be doing those every two episodes. So not this episode right. three. I'm watching coming Halo out. this week. It's okay. my homework. 
So uh, when we get to episode four, we'll we'll put three and four up on Super Tuesday recap. So uh, stay tuned for that. So again, folks, thank you guys very much for listening. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace. Peace.